Welcome to Deep Dive from Colonial Church. These are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we dive into some of the details of the larger points, gain insight into what some of the takeaways were, and just talk about things we liked. We encourage you to listen to the companion message before diving in. Otherwise, enjoy. everybody, welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive. Chris here, and today I'm joined by Pastor Aaron and Pastor Chris again, and we actually are doing a two-part Deep Dive today. We're talking about two messages that were recently given in our house by Pastor Matt. The first message was called, My Bad, I Got It Wrong, and that one spoke on the power of repentance in our life, which is really awesome to talk about because it's not a topic that a lot of people enjoy talking about. It's kind of taboo sometimes, and I feel like Pastor Matt really brought a great word on that subject. And we're also talking about the message that he gave yesterday in our church, which was a baptism Sunday, and this message was called, I'm Walking Away. And... This message was really powerful in the sense that it was geared towards the idea of what our new lives look like in Jesus and how our old lives are dead and we are a new person in Jesus. Um, Both messages were really timely for the house and we had some really good times just talking about the connections and the insights that they brought to our house. So I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Are we recording? We've been recording. Oh. That's fine. Okay. You're recording right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wait, this whole thing? No, no. I started like a minute or two ago. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's going, I'm not going to put this up. Um, you should. Yeah. Why, why not? <laughs> All right. As much as we want to keep talking about Star Wars, this is not a Star Wars themed podcast. This is a podcast called Deep Dive. And we talk about messages awesome. from our church here. Love it. We can start a power. We can start a Star Wars podcast later on. <laughs> I would not be mad about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we're here today to talk about actually two messages because last week was a little bit busy and we didn't get to sit down and talk about the message from the previous weekend. Um, so today, let's talk about the first message, which was called "My Bad, I Got It Wrong," mm. which is a word that Pastor Matt brought two weekends ago on the power of repentance. And I'll just go ahead and say it. It's really cool because repentance is kind of a taboo topic. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it a lot. And Mm -hmm. I felt like this message was pretty awesome for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of told Pastor Matt afterwards, I was like, good for you for going there. You know, like good for you for not shying away from something, especially like at the start of the Christmas season, really, Mm -hmm. like talking about this issue that not a lot of people like to talk about or do talk about and Mm kind of gets pushed aside a lot. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mentioned it to him uh, two weeks ago as well. Like in between services, yes, not a lot of people talk about it mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, but it's it was actually amazing in the way that he brought the message. Where like at the end of that word, you don't feel worse about yourself. You mm-hmm. feel encouraged, and he's and the topic that he was speaking on. You can easily, I think, you know, just because of the material. It's easy to kind of just think, all right, well, not doing great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he he preached it in such a way where people left encouraged and uplifted. Oh, and yeah. I really enjoyed that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't like a fire and brimstone, like you no, messed no, no. up. It was very uplifting, very encouraging. 
which is like a hallmark of our house, you know, mm. and just, a, I think a testimony to the way that pastor Matt knows how to like, just connect with mm-hmm. the tap into the culture, you know, Absolutely. the pulse yeah. of what people need to hear at the time. Yeah. I so. think as well, it was challenging, which I, I love being challenged in messages. Yeah. And you know, when messages go there, usually when we're like, Oh man, that message really went there. It's because it challenged us in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, there's a way to be challenged and encouraged in the same, you know, setting, mm-hmm. which is really, you know, what I felt like what was happening on Sunday, that Sunday. It was yeah. just a very, like, people are like, oh, well, yeah, I got some steps I can take. But at the same time, I'm excited to take them. You know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. I like the idea. And, and from where I was sitting, there was this kind of undercurrent of like, we can talk. We need to talk about repentance, but at the same time, we need to talk about like the cause for repentance, which is sin. Right. Um, which I know, like the word sin gets tossed around a lot, mm-hmm. but there also is like a, at least from where I sit, there there tends to be a tendency to be like, um, okay, so you've you, you know you've gotten saved, um, you're working towards your salvation, but we kind of don't talk about sin as much mm. after that. We talk about it like in big, like kind of like over. I don't know, like. Arching, arching ideas, overarching ideas, I should say. And like, we don't talk about just the daily sins that we all encounter and we all like, you know, commit. And the fact that repentance is a daily thing that we have to keep right. on, you know, pursuing, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool because when we talk about the, the other message, which was um, I'm walking away, he talks about that in the sense of like, it's a daily thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but yeah, I thought that was really, that really reached out to me because I think I tend to forget you know, sin doesn't vanish. It's there with me daily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to constantly be battling it. Yeah. I also loved, I mean, I loved his whole message, but the specific point of seeking forgiveness really mm-hmm. got me too. And at first when he when he mentioned it, you know, he's talking about, you know, asking for forgiveness of your mm-hmm. sins. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I hope he goes there with making it, you know, between just you know, human to human as well, like forgiving your 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 brother, your sister right. as yeah. well. And he went there, and he didn't he didn't let up at all. Yeah. Like he he went there, and I loved that because um, it's such it's such a good reminder. Yes, we've been forgiven, mm-hmm. so now we have been uh, released or encouraged and freed up to forgive yeah. others as well. Yeah, I like that point, and I also like the point that came before that, where he said, you know, admit fault. Um, and for me, that brought me back to the message he gave a couple of weeks ago at Wildman, which was geared towards, for those of you who don't know, Wildman is our men's ministry here at Colonial Church. And the message was definitely geared towards a male audience, but it was essentially on breaking the power of lust in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things he kind of like just hammered into us during that message was the idea of like, you need to be open about this. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of this without being open and honest with expose the people in your lives yeah. and expose it and bring yeah. it to the surface. And as a man, and I think just as a person in general, like that is one of my biggest struggles mm-hmm. is, you know, exposing my sin, being open, even to my wife, to my friends, you know, like it's just hard to be open and honest and vulnerable in the sense of like, I'm failing at this part in my life. Mm-hmm. So I need help with it because culture teaches us, you know, yeah. don't ask for help. Fix yeah. yourself, you know what I mean. So, and right. that's not that's not the reality, right? I think the it was explained to me a long time ago about uh, just about cleaning up your own life. Like 
yeah. bring things out in the open. It's like walking into a room that has the lights off mm-hmm. and you have to turn the lights on. And when you turn the lights on, you're confronted with how the room looks. Yeah. And it's so wow. hard to like bring That's that good. out. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of us just want to live with the lights off. Yeah. But like we're actually called to like live live a life with the lights on. Yeah. But then then you're instantly confronted with the current state that the room's in. You yeah. know what I mean? And just being like, cool. Like light is here. Jesus is here. There's grace for all this. There's forgiveness for all this. But at the same time, I'm going to do what I can to further this. You know yeah. what I mean? And like bring this out in the open and, and uh, clean it up and all that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I like the idea too. He, another one of his points was... Um, it kind of goes along with like the admitting fault thing and the seeking forgiveness, but it's this idea of like, we have a helper Mm. with us, with the Holy spirit. Right. Like, and I don't know about you guys, but there have been so many times in my life where looking back with hindsight and just thinking, man, if I just would have like asked for help, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've seen the Holy spirit like move in people's lives in miraculous ways and help in situations that I thought were like unredeemable. Right. And that just speaks to like, okay, also there's nothing unredeemable in the eyes of God, Mm -hmm. you know, and like forgetting that we have that is something that I'm guilty of. And I really, really love that he brought that to the surface. Like we need to be constantly seeking the Holy Spirit's guidance and help in these situations in our lives, not just the bad ones, the good ones too. Like, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to intervene and bless the situation. But like mm-hmm. in the bad ones, especially like you have a helper, like mm-hmm. you're not on your own. Absolutely. So that was really cool for me. I think I tend to remind myself, I try to remind myself frequently that yeah. like I have everything that I'll ever need yeah. to get through whatever situation is thrown my way. Mm-hmm. We have everything that we'll ever need. Yeah. And that's the Holy Spirit. The yeah. great advantage, our helper, our comforter, our counselor, you know, it's it's just amazing all that we can find, you know, in the Holy Spirit. And I think that it's just a beautiful thing that he ended with that. Yeah. Like, don't worry, there's hope. We have a helper. Yeah. And like, that was the best way to just seal that moment, I felt like. So yeah. it's beautiful. I love going back to the scriptures too. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head the one that he referenced, but just looking where when Jesus says to the disciples, you know, I'm leaving, but things are going to be better Mm -hmm. because this is what's who's coming. Mm -hmm. This other person is coming and he's going to be able to do all that I've done through you, you know, and that every time I hear that, like that's just such an encouragement and such a like strengthening moment for me. And I, I mean, I'm sure it happens to you guys too, but I'm just like, man, that, that's the whole like with the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains because you have the Holy Spirit, like that type of thing, you know, like and that just I don't know, builds me up, gives me strength. Yeah. So that's so good. That's really awesome. It was a really good message. I I kind of left and I know Pastor Matt spoke to all of us like later on in the week about how he just got really good feedback on it. Yeah. And it wasn't surprising. Like it was just a message that I think was really timely for the season mm-hmm. and just like and it came out of nowhere. Like he uh, he told me that morning. He's like, "Yeah, I had to like I rewrote this like pretty much this morning," mm-hmm. yeah. which is amazing to me. It's wild. I love that uh, he like I love that he's listening into the Holy Spirit. I yeah. feel like the Holy Spirit does that at times. Where yeah, he's just like, "Hey, actually, I want you to talk about this," and it's so encouraging as someone being underneath leadership like that 
that's listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, 100%. It's, I don't know. I love it. I feel like the Holy Spirit does that with you quite oh, yeah. often, like All with your messages too. What is that? Because <laughs> I guess, I don't know, that hasn't happened as much with me. Yeah. Um, I tend to stick with what I start with. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I change a little bit of the points and stuff as I go. Yeah. Like I'll go back and, oh, I need to change point three. This is a stronger point. You just yeah. know what the Holy Spirit but, is saying to you right when, <laughs> right yeah, just, from the get-go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just perfect. He's no, in tune that well. <laughs> not, no, that's not the case. But um, what has that been like for you when you like with the Holy Spirit and and feeling like you, you have a message and then because we've talked about it a mm-hmm. little bit. Like what what has that process been like lately? Like do you usually change that message mm-hmm. that you started working on or do you just start over and you start with a new passage? Or It really depends on like the, for me at least, it depends on the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it the hard thing for me is like not letting it be discouraging because mm-hmm. when you've put so much time and effort into preparing something mm-hmm. that you feel like is what you're supposed to bring and then all of a sudden it's like, Actually, no, you're not supposed to bring that out. You know, you need to enlighten it in this way. There's this tendency to where you can be like, but I worked so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I put so much time into this and it gets frustrating. Right. You're like, I don't want to redo that. But the yeah. thing is, it always comes easier whenever you're with working with the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? And so just really like for me at times, like uh, he'll give me a message to go back to your question. And I'll, I'll work on that message and it comes out a certain way and I save those messages because it could, it's like, I feel like the Lord was still speaking to me mm-hmm. through that, yeah, but yeah. it just wasn't for that time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in that moment, sometimes it's like, actually, I want you to change, which I feel like is probably what happened with Pastor Matt on this Sunday is change like these points to highlight this instead. And so then you're right. pretty much just reworking yeah. the message. Um, but then other times it's literally just been like, you know, I'm reading in my devotion and God brings up a passage and it's like, that's actually what I want you to preach like on. Hard yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, never mind. Like, that's, I'll save this message that I've been preparing and just hard shift and just pave, you know, pound the pavement. That's anyway. so cool. It's really encouraging too because, you know, you guys are both, you both preach, you both help with the worship side of things. Chris, you're a worship leader, Pastor Aaron, you're an MD and keyboard player and I'm I'm not involved on platform as much so I get to watch all of you guys like operate in that spirit and it's really encouraging because like we said Pastor Matt does it all the time Pastor Jill is notorious for like changing things even in between service like mm-hmm. you know but it's also really encouraging to see her like just her ability to be like so in tune with the spirit when it comes to worship because she's a phenomenal worship leader yeah she'll make changes and you guys have all seen this we've all seen it like to the set list a day before because she's like no there's a new spirit like moving right now and it's like perfect every time she does it you're like oh yeah we should have went with that to begin with Mm -hmm. but you know at the time when we like wrote the first set list it was perfect for that moment and then like all of a sudden something shifts and like she's so in tune to that so for me it's really encouraging to be a part of a team and a part of a house that it's not only like embraces that but they're not scared to like we're not scared to move in that that way you know what i mean like really be in tune because it just it reassures me and i think it reassures everyone in our house that like we are 
a house that listens to what the Holy Spirit is doing in the moment. Like we don't get steadfast in our ways and we're not very, like we're not structured binary. Like it has to be this way or that way. You know what I mean? I think that's a really good point, bro. Yeah. Like just remembering to listen. Yeah. Are we listening for the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Because in life, I harp on this point all the time where I feel like it's, it's, it's so easy yeah. in life more than ever to just be distracted by everything that's exactly. thrown at you in life. Uh, social media, it could be just like your friend group. It could be your work. Um, it could be, you know, someone that's, that you're dating, like whatever it yeah, is, yeah. is it can pull your, just your, your attention and distract you from hearing the Holy Spirit more. Yeah. Sometimes, not always. Um, and I think it's a constant um, reminder every day. Are we sitting? Are we choosing to be quiet? Mm-hmm. Are, and are we listening yeah, yeah. to the Holy Spirit? Because he's always, he's always speaking to us. Yeah. yeah. Like I, um, after the 11 a.m., I had to go change for baptisms, which I was super pumped on. Like that was an amazing moment. And it's yeah. really cool to be able to do that with Pastor Aaron and Pastor Matt. But uh I felt like the Holy Spirit was asking me to encourage, you know, uh, uh, a young mom, like after the service that I'd never met. But I was like, I'm going to be late to the pool. Like if I yeah, don't yeah. go change real quick. But I was like, all right, God, I'm just going to step out. And That's I feel amazing. Like, you know, I'll extend this word and I hope that it encourages her. And I just, I, I could have easily gotten caught up with like, oh, I need to get to the next thing, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And um but yeah, listening, I think that's so huge. Yeah. When yeah. we when we listen like that, like in that example, for instance, what you're doing is like partnering with his kingdom purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? You know, yeah. that whole question, it's like really, that's such a good word, just sitting and listening. And when you do that, I feel like you get his purpose behind what it is that you're doing. Yeah. That's amazing. It's it's really it's so humbling sometimes to be a part of a family that, like I said, embraces that because I'll find myself being hundred percent transparent, especially being like a production guy. Like I'm prepared for, I'm a very like, I want to be prepared for what's coming moment, but there's so many times where spontaneity or like, you know, like I said, the spirit just kind of moves in people and we have to like change mm-hmm. things on the fly. Like I find myself going like, okay, like I'm yeah. a little bit stressed out. And I know you guys are that way too. Yeah. I've seen it, but it's like once we get over that and we just like, we know that and we trust that the spirit is moving our leaders mm-hmm. in the best way for our house. We just need to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Like There's such a peace. And like at the end of it, I'm always like, man, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of sweating. There was a little bit of like, you know, mumbling under my breath and, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, yeah. uh, a little, little bit downhearted to that part. But it's like once you get over that, and once you embrace it, and you just kind of like, if you want to like compare it to a river, like you just don't fight the current, you right. just flow with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So good. Preparation is really important, but I think flexibility is even more important. You know, hundred percent. And I, I don't know if they did this for you when you were in Bible college, Pastor Chris, but uh, for me, they. I remember at one point they gave us rubber bands to wear on our wrists for like a full month or whatever. And it was like flexibility month or whatever. I don't know. Oh, it was okay. some name or whatever. And everyone yeah. had rubber bands on to remind themselves. Like it's such a good reminder when you're frustrated and then you look down and you're like, oh yeah, I got a rubber band on and you're telling me to be flexible. It's like, yeah, that's so important. I, uh, for me, I didn't go to Bible college, so I didn't get to experience that. But 
for me, the, the thing that I always remind myself is Pastor Matt brought a word to our staff meeting one time where he talks about like, remember, we, we get to do this. Yeah. Like, we get to partner 100%. with the Holy Spirit and partner with what the Father is doing in this city. And like every time I get frustrated, I like just go back to my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to do this. Like, this is amazing. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you talked about you brought up baptisms and that's a great way to kind of go into this next message because yesterday was baptism Sunday here in the house. What, 30, 28, 30 people? Well, how many people was I it? 24. 24? 24, yeah. yeah. I felt like it was more. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. Yeah. I know we haven't had a baptism in a while, yeah. but it was still incredible to see. Like there was just so many young people out there. Mm-hmm. And like that's down to you guys. That's yeah, that's no. your crew, man. Yeah, I, I love seeing the the kids too get baptized. Yeah, yep. That was so powerful just seeing oh. like and it really resonated with them. And I I I think you know, we've done a really good job the kids team in general has done such a good job of presenting baptisms yeah. to them yeah, yeah. in such a tangible way. And it's just powerful, man, seeing those those at a young age, did kids' it, lives. Did it hit you a little different this time now that you're a dad? Oh, yeah. Aaron? I mean, everything hits me different. I'm, <laughs> just a, I'm a constant ace. ball of emotion. Now. Yeah. Welcome to the club. I've yeah. been a walking, sobbing dad for eight yeah. years exactly. now. Exactly. I just can't. As soon as you start to picture your kid in the situation. Don't do this. Yeah, I'll it's start like, right now. No, as soon as you, you're like, okay, nope, 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 nope. Back it up. Yeah, Exactly. Oh man, it was such a good it was such a good Sunday yesterday. Um, and Pastor Matt's message was like perfectly geared up for a baptism Sunday. Um, yeah. And the message was called "I'm Walking Away," and essentially it looked at like the power of like leaving our old lives behind. Mm. And wow, what a what a word! Because again, it's one of those things you know you take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved his analogies of like what baptism was mm-hmm. and how he went back to the scripture of like. Okay, like there's literal places in the in scripture where he's like, No, you are dead and this is the new you. Yeah. Like, and that to me is like, oh yeah, I need to remember that. The old me is dead. It's not that I've changed. That old me is gone. Mm-hmm. Completely new person. And that's what baptism helps to signify and to symbolize. And that was really it's really cool to see that all happen on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. um I felt like the one of the key points for me was and I think Pastor Chris, you mentioned earlier that you really liked it, but you mentioned this idea of getting rid of your shovels. Mm. Right. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because it was pretty awesome. Yeah. I thought that was amazing that he made that point or he, he just had that analogy of uh, sometimes we tend to want to just dig up our old life. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's just a normal human, um, I guess, urge to, to want to, you know, those things that once, felt good or we thought were good that are actually not good uh, as we recognize all that we can find in Jesus and in that relationship with Jesus, we let go of some things, but we tend to want to go back to those old things and um, getting rid of the shovel obviously gets rid of that problem. And then he said, you know, something to the lines of holding on to the word, like getting stuck in the word, like holding on to the truth instead of holding on to your shovel. And I thought that Mm -hmm. was amazing. Yeah. Um, it was really encouraging and a, but just a good reminder. Like let completely let go of your old self and take on, you know, your new life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh in, in Jesus. I really liked because and this kind of goes I, this was a theme I think he carried across both messages and I mentioned it earlier, but it was just like it's a daily thing because that's what he was talking about. He was like, you know, we can choose every morning to renew ourselves 
and it doesn't have to be in the morning. He just used the morning as an example, but we can renew ourselves with the word of God mm-hmm. because that is like constantly refreshing us. Yes. Or we can grab our shovels and try to dig up our old selves. And I liked that he even took it further because it wasn't necessarily like you're not completely digging up. Sometimes you're not digging up your entire old self, mm-hmm. but you're throwing a little dirt from your old self, from that grave on you. You know, you're mm-hmm. dirtying yourself up a little bit. And I was like, oh, there it is. Like, that's pretty awesome, you know, to yeah. think about it in that way. Yeah, and we're called to, like, live a, a different life, you know, and yeah. how he's talked about how we are different. Yeah. I just, that resonates with me so much because, you know, I feel like a, a lot of times we can think of, like, how can I be relevant? How can I be relevant? But in reality, it's like we are called to be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And live different lives and be set apart and mm-hmm. to um, not be ashamed of that, you know? It was so encouraging for me to hear that again. Like, no, it's okay to be different. It's 100% okay. Yeah. I, I think it was in that point, too, where he didn't he talk about how you can just embrace that you're different. Mm-hmm. And and not be afraid to just share the gospel with people, regardless yeah. of their response. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really cool. as like a just a quick reminder. Like, yeah. Hey, let's remember. And there's an urgency, like, mm-hmm. um, to just getting the word out and yeah. letting other people know that they can have a relationship with Jesus, with a Savior that loves them so much. Yeah, I love that because he was talking about how he, it was another culture reference too, where he was talking about you know. Culture tells you not to be different. Culture mm-hmm. tells you to be the same. Culture tells you to keep your head down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but we are not the same. Right. We are different. And once we embrace that, he, I think he talked about like how he how he walks around, Pastor Matt walks around now thinking like, how do I invite people to church? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to like, how can I show this person like the importance of like what this gospel is and those mm-hmm. things like constantly thinking about those things in your daily life which is, in, again, embracing the fact that you're different. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, I was like, okay, this is cool. And it just made me think, like, as I walked away, like, do I do that? Do I mm-hmm. go into every situation thinking about, like, okay, back to the fact of, like, listening to the Holy Spirit. Is is there something moving right now that I need to, like, embrace? Do I need to, like, move in a way to, like, help encourage someone or do something like Right. It's so cool to think about doing that. And like that's why we're all here. You know what I mean? To share this good news and to to take part in this this journey. So it's yeah. pretty awesome. It's like if it's the whole thought of like if none of us actually shared Jesus with anyone, yeah. then you know, we're like the word's not gonna get out. You know, yeah. it's it's like a, it's a charge to us to live that lifestyle of being able to share Jesus in our everyday. Yeah. And what that looks like, getting comfortable with it. It's going to be difficult. I liked, he, he kind of talked about that cycle too of um, like the from a convert to a disciple and how you, you know, you become a disciple so that you can then convert and then those com- converts become disciples and so mm-hmm. on. It's a very cyclical thing. And how baptism, he talked about baptisms in the early church being a sign of discipleship. Like it was yeah. different from like conversion. Like they didn't, he was saying that the early church didn't take you serious unless you were baptized. Like they mm-hmm. took it very, very serious. Um, so I thought that was cool. Just like kind of the, the, I don't want to call it the life cycle, but it's a very cyclical thing of like, okay, you're converted. You start following in the word, you become a disciple. And then you are then tasked to go out and make other disciples. Yeah. You know, the great commission in that regard. And I, I keep remembering too, like we talk about it in church all the time, the, that saying of how there's power in an invite. Yeah. So 
there is power in invite because we wouldn't be in this room recording this podcast without an invite. Right. 100%. You know, we were all invited to church one, at one yeah. point. I remember Pastor Chris not letting up on me to come to church four and a half years ago when we worked together. He was like, hey, hey bro, you want to come to church? I was like, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. Hey, man, you should come to church. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, no joke. We worked together at the Hippo here in St. Augustine, and he was he had just gotten back from Australia, and he was like, hey, man, you should come check out this thing that me and some friends are doing. You know, I got this pastor. He's awesome. He's from Australia. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. We had some deep talks, too. We did. While we were wrapping (laughs) popsicles. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All good things happen when you wrap popsicles. Hey, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a good good job. Yeah. Um, But yeah, again, it's the power of an invite. And this is like, I felt like this was, again, to Pastor Matt and his ability to just know the right time for things. This is Christmas season. We all know that it's easier to get people in the door of a church at Christmas. You know what I mean? And so like that's the invite. It's just like, yeah. hey, come check it out. You know? Yeah. You and you never know you personally with that invitation, you, you could have changed or you can change someone's eternity. Mm-hmm. Like you just change their forever. And like that's amazing. <laughs> the cool thing is is as well, you never know where people are at. And I yeah. feel like when inviting people, the people that usually catch me off guard, like you invite someone, it's usually the people that you think in your flesh, in your brain, you're like, oh, this person would never say yes to an invite to church. And they're the ones that are like, sure, yeah. Because, like, you you don't, you never know what has gone on in their lives for the years previous that have led to that moment of you inviting someone. And, um, you know, so I feel like so many people out there are primed for an invite. Yeah. And we just don't even know it, you know. Yeah. And then there's other people that aren't. Yeah, you know, you share, but we can't get discouraged. You know, like yeah. you share an invite and and then someone doesn't show up, that's all right. Just keep inviting them, you know, keep being who you are, keep being yourself, keep being different, yeah. keep inviting them. Because you never, yeah, again, you never know. That's so cool. It was a really good message. I think, like I said earlier on um, these two messages, like in concurrence with one another, leading into, you know, we have Christmas Eve coming up. And we know what that means to people and what that means just as a moment in our faith and what Christmas is. Like, I was just like, this is this is just like a really good, it's not a series, mm. but they just felt like they were going really, really well together. Absolutely. And I really enjoyed yeah. them. For sure. We hope you enjoyed that and it helped you and challenged you to grow. Please share it along with the message with someone in your life who needs to hear it. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the message or deep dive with us or just say hey by emailing us at podcast at colonialchurch.life or visiting us at colonialchurch.life. Until next time, God bless.